When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's September 24th, and you are invited to join me and the very awesome Lisa Mast, who is returning to Sorta Awesome this week to share even more incredible guidance and information to help us know what to do with our digital photos, our videos, and other parts of our digital lives. So in this episode, Lisa is going to help us become more awesome with what we do with our digital memories from photo books and photo calendars to like printing your photos. How do you create a wall gallery? How can we upgrade our gear? All of that just in time for your holiday wish lists. And we are sharing so much great information today. You do not want to miss this conversation. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Welcome back, Awesomes, to the show that's all about helping you find conversation, friendship, and community. We hope you know that you have actually found your way to the most awesome community of women that exists on the internet right now. You can find the awesome community on Facebook, of course. The Sorta Awesome Hangout is really the heart of our community. We also want to give a shout out to our Awesomes of Instagram. You can come follow us over there for stories and discussions in the main feed. We've got reels. We've got a little bit of everything going on over there. We're all about bringing more awesome to your life, even over on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show. So you you guys may remember Lisa Mast. She owns a photo and media management company. She was here just last month in August to give us the photo organizing advice that we need to hear that we all loved that was so helpful. Lisa, welcome back to Sorta Awesome. Thanks. Excited to be back. I love that we're doing this follow-up conversation. It's, it's kind of more like a part two in the episode. That, and again, that's episode 328. I will put a link in the show notes for you guys to go back if you happen to miss that one in August. But I'm so happy that you're back for a part two because in talking about like how do we organize our photos, you gave us the really practical advice about like making sure they're stored correctly and how we can make sure that we're not going to lose any of them. But then it's like, okay, we've stored everything. Everything things backed up and and we feel good and safe and secure about that. But like now what? Going to be talking about that today. I can't wait to get into it. But first, before we do that, let's go ahead and start the show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. This is the moment in the show where we stop and talk about the books or TV shows, movies, podcasts, products, whatever is making life a little bit more awesome right now. Lisa, I can't wait to hear what you brought for your awesome of the week. Yes, I have a podcast. It's called This Is Ashlyn, founded a few weeks ago. And I love what she has to say about it. These are her words and she says it best. Joy is possible even when life hasn't gone how you had hoped. And that's kind of what she talks about on her podcast. It's all about resilience. And while her life circumstances aren't the same as mine, she talks about going through a divorce and having some other very painful things happen in her life. Point of resilience, I think, is a message that we can all understand right now because the last while has 
been a little rough for all of us. And so she addresses some of that, but she also talks about things like making friends as an adult. That's episode number one. And she has a conversation with one of her childhood friends and they have this amazing conversation with practical tips about how to make friends, especially when life changes. So I love listening to what she has to say. I love following her on Instagram as well. Um, The podcast again is called This Is Ashlyn. She's a mom of two. She lives in Northern Utah and she has just great information and she's a fantastic follow. Um, She also talks a lot about being the Buffalo. And so go and listen to episode two before you listen to one. And it's only like seven minutes long where she tells the story of what it means to be the Buffalo. And it's basically a story of how you face adversity and how you come out stronger on the other side of it. That sounds incredible. It sounds like it's right up my alley. And I know so many of the awesomes who are listening are going to feel like, okay, yes, I want to check that out as well. So great. Um, My awesome of the week is not quite as, maybe quite as positive. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit more snarky, a little. Um, We have to have balance. Yes, definitely. This is bringing the balance to your very good, uplifting, supportive podcast recommendation. I mean, (laughs) I say that like, okay, let me just say this. My us of the week is the new docu-series that just came out on Amazon Prime. It's called Lula Rich. I just binged that last night. Okay. It's first of all, it's highly bingeable, right? Mm -hmm. So easy to just sit down and watch the whole thing. Um, so it only it has four episodes. And I want to say the episodes are like 30 minutes or something. It is not like a long investment of time. But the most fascinating thing to me is it's about the sort of rise and fall of the clothing company LuLaRoe. And uh, known notably it has a uh, multi level marketing direct networking, whatever you want to call it uh-huh. approach to selling these clothes. Okay, so probably many of us are familiar with LuLaRoe clothes. They are they were definitely known for their leggings, but they also carried dresses and and other things. Um and then probably lots of us had friends and maybe a lot of the awesomes who are listening. I don't know how many, but I'm sure some of you also were part of selling LuLaRoe. And so I was just so fascinated to see what this documentary was able to put together and Lisa, oh my gosh. The the thing that's so fascinating to me, besides the story of LuLaRoe, as it's told through Lula Rich, is the interviews they were able to get for this documentary series. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. And they, they have interviews with the founders, um, other people in the, it was like a really family run business. So other people that were in the family that had different roles, they interview people that used to work at the LuLaRoe home office, they interview previous consultants, they have a woman on there who still is a fashion consultant for LuLaRoe, talking about her experience. It is I thought it. I they could have gone so many different directions with this, but they really do a great job, I think, of mm-hmm. presenting a pretty accurate picture of what all was happening as LuLaRoe became a business and how it played out for the people who were selling these clothes. Okay, I can't wait to hear what the awesomes have to say, too. All right, so we will put links in the show notes for our awesomes of the week. We have so much to talk about. I want to get to that. We're going to be talking about all kinds of things that you can actually do with your photos and videos and all of your memories that you're collecting, especially when they're in digital form. We have so much to cover. We're going to get to it when we come right back. 
Awesome's, you know that something we believe in so strongly here at Sorta Awesome is the importance of feeling comfortable all day, no matter what life throws at you. We put our bodies through so much, we push them to the limits for sport, for our families, for fashion, and sometimes just for plain fun. We think about it, it's pretty incredible that our bodies can keep up. Well, Third Love believes that every body is amazing and deserves to be treated that way. And that's why they design underwear, loungewear, activewear, and feel-good all-day wear that hug better, hold stronger, and support longer so you can feel comfortable all day long no matter what your body faces. The comfort factor is my very favorite thing about Third Love bras. Now, you guys, I'm in my mid-40s. I've been wearing bras for a long time, and I have worn so many brands through the years. But no bra brand has ever fit me as perfectly as my third love bras. My personal very favorite is, of course, their classic t-shirt bra. And one of the reasons that they can get that fit just right is because of their fitting room quiz. It is so detailed. It helps you to get the perfect size and style for your body. You guys, feeling is believing you can upgrade to everyday pieces that love your body as much as you do. Right now, you can get 20% off of your first order at thirdlove.com slash awesome. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash awesome. Okay, friends, lots of things can make your workouts hard, like extra resistance, double speed, going one more mile. Hey, your socks shouldn't, though. And that's why Bomba's performance socks are built to be nothing but comfortable and supportive. Bomba's performance socks have taken all the amazing innovations that make Bomba's the most comfortable socks you've ever worn and added their special Hextech performance technology. Bomba's performance socks are stitched with special moisture-wicking yarn and temperature-regulating vents that allow cool air to flow in and prevent overheating. They come with a pillow-like tab to save you from blisters. They've got their stay-up technology, a special arch-hugging system, and extra layer of cushiony comfort on the bottom for the perfect amount of support. They come in different styles for every sport with specific design features to help you optimize performance and keep you comfortable no matter what you're doing. And like all of their socks for every pair of Bombas performance socks that you buy, they donate a pair to someone in need. They have donated over 45 million pairs so far. My family loves their Bomba socks. We actually genuinely fight over them. They are so comfortable, the most comfortable socks we've ever worn, and they really hold up to wash and wear over time. So friends, go to bombas.com slash awesome today and get 20% off of your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S, bombas.com slash awesome for 20% off, bombas.com slash awesome. Okay, Lisa, I am so excited to get into this conversation. And honestly, I feel like this is perfect timing. Now, many of us might have questions and thoughts about like, what do I do with all these pictures? I take so many, I have them, you know, all nice and safe and secure now because I followed Lisa's advice. But what do I do with all of this? Here we are, it's the end of September. We are like in the downhill slide toward the holidays. So I kind of, I feel like we're like cheating the system somehow in an awesome way because I feel like you're gonna give us a lot of great information about what to do with our photos and digital memories. And also so many of the things we're gonna talk about can really make great gifts, right? Absolutely. And it is not too early to be working on photo gifts. It's a fantastic timing for this to be talked about. This is going to be an episode that you can use for yourself. And you can also just send it to your significant other or someone who is getting gifts for you and say, yeah, here's here's an episode. 
I like these things. It's a great episode to hand off to someone in your life or also to share with, for example, your mom group, or maybe you have like um, a small group at church or you know, just somebody that is like, okay, it's getting to be gift time. What am I going to do this year? This is a great episode to hand off to other people. I would love, and one of the things I loved and appreciated so much about your first conversation with us about our digital photos and memories is that you're really good at looking at the big picture and like, why are we doing all of this? I would love if you have just a little bit, Lisa, that you could share with us kind of guide us into the right mindset when it comes to like, what are we doing with these, these pictures and and photos and memories? And how does this play into the bigger story of our lives? Absolutely. So one of the things I talked about last time a lot when I work with an organizing client is to talk about what is working and what's not. How do you currently use your photos? And how do you want to use your photos? And the other piece of advice that I would really emphasize is don't let shoulds govern the decisions that you make. So do consider what your goals are, but don't let someone else's opinion of what you should or should not do with your photos, including mine, dictate what photos you take or what photo projects you take on. Now, sometimes there are things that maybe photography isn't like your favorite hobby or even creating photo books isn't necessarily you know, the way that you want to spend your time, but you recognize the value in your family having them or your children having them. So maybe that is your why of serving someone else, even if it's not going to be a hobby that you take up. So then you can uh, you can get to the end goal in many ways. It doesn't always have to be you sitting at the computer designing something. You know, one of the things we talked about in our first conversation is that some of this digital photos, digital memory stuff can be overwhelming, especially like you pointed out, if this isn't your hobby, if it's not your, like your main thing. And so I love that you are really emphasizing that we can customize this to how it fits in our lives and how we want to tell the stories of our lives. So I'm going to ask you to start speaking of getting overwhelmed and maybe being intimidated by something. I'm going to ask you to start with a project that I have always wanted to do. I have not really ever followed through on it because I do get overwhelmed and intimidated. And that's the idea of printing out your photos in nice big sizes so that you can create a gallery wall. I love to see, I love to go into the home of a friend or just to even see online beautiful gallery walls with photos of family and people that they love. And I always, it's kind of like I have a block around it, Lisa, like that's too advanced for me. I can't do it. Help me know if I can do this, Lisa. (laughs) Yes, you can. So today I'm going to include a couple of questions and tips to guide you through the process. I designed a whole gallery wall in my office. And so I have that entire process chronicled and guide you through how to do one for yourself. It doesn't have to look like mine, whatever you want it to look like. I guide you through that process. So I'm going to cover the highlights here and then go to my website to like find the full process. And you can see examples of this one and others that I've done. So here's where you should start. Start by considering, do you want your frames to be all matching or mismatched? Do you want them all black, all white, or do you want that vintage eclectic feel? So Meg, do you have an initial like preference? Um, I like am thinking, what would I even want to do? My first attempt and only attempt at it, I did do like all black and white prints and they were all in matching photos. Now, 
I mean, sorry, in matching frames. That was mm-hmm. um, almost 10 years ago. <laughs> sure. Okay, so the way to figure that out is to go through and look on Pinterest, look in magazines, look on Instagram, and say things that you like. And then don't fall into, it has to look this way. Just find different things that you like and go from there. So we have all kinds of ways to find inspiration, but that's one question. Do you want it to match or mismatch? And then do you want it all the same color of frame or all the same color of print? Like, do you want a theme? Consider if there are any mediums. Do you just want prints, Um, canvas, metal, other mediums? Do you maybe have paintings? The gallery that I just did here in my office, I actually have a framed print and then actually an oil painting that I incorporated into the gallery as well. So it may not just be your photos. Awesome. I love that idea. Um, One thing that I forgot to mention at the top of the episode is that Lisa has not only brought some great practical takeaways for us as we figure out what we want to do with all of our digital memories. She also, you guys, she did all this legwork to check in with some different companies. Some of them are big national well-known companies and some of them are smaller companies. But for some of these, um, these companies that she has already known and worked with, she got us some discounts on a few things. Now, just to be clear, none of this is sponsored at all. Just this was Lisa just reaching out to companies to say, hey, what can you do to hook the awesomes up with some of this photo and digital memory goodness? And so we may be mentioning some of those. You're going to find links in the show notes. You will find the specific coupon codes and when they need to be used by all of that stuff. But just know that Lisa planned out her whole vision for helping the awesomes first. And then some of the companies said, hey, let's come along and support the awesomes with some discounts and fun stuff like that. So Lisa, thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, it's been fantastic. And I'll also say that as I've been in touch with these companies, like I planned the whole episode and all of my recommendations first, like you said, and then reached out to them and I'm so excited that next week, following this episode, actually over the next two weeks, I have exclusive interviews and Instagram lives planned with a number of these companies. Um, So podcast is fantastic to hear things, but then we actually get to show you and give you more insight and some of the stories, because like you said, some of these are national brands and some are small family owned companies. And I'm excited to be able to tell their story and highlight their work as well, because it's been so great to get to know some of these folks. Um, So yeah, make sure you're following me on my Instagram and we'll always tag um, the podcast so you can click on over and see those things anytime those are happening in the next two weeks. Love it. I'm so glad you're doing that because as we were talking about, as we planned this episode, so much of this, like you can give us the broad outline, but when it comes to your photo products, so much of it is so visual. I'm so thankful that you are going to be giving us the visuals that we need to get inspired to do some of this, including going back to talking about, okay, if we want to create a gallery wall, one of those decisions that needs to be made that a lot of us like me who are not hobbyists in this area, it's like, where do you even go to print Mm -hmm. like nice, big photos that you want to last for a while. So what is your recommendation? I have an absolute recommendation for printing, and that's going to be my choose once, my lazy genius recommendation for the entire episode for any of our photo printing. MPix is our solution. And I have to say, I'm so excited. I haven't even told you about this yet, Meg. I get to go and tour the entire MPix facility. I get a private tour of their entire thing. So I'm not sure how much, like if I can do a live or anything like that, I'm still working on those details, but yeah, they're located in Kansas. And so that is going to be happening soon. 
And I am so excited. So I not only get to share about the specific products I'm recommending today, but I get to go and see each and every one that they make and meet the people. This is a, when I spoke with um, someone initially and threw this out to ask, she was like, oh my goodness, yes, we are a family owned company and I have worked for them for 45 years and we simply love working here. We cannot wait to meet you. So they are a go-to national brand. This is, they also have a professional photographer side that you might not know about called Miller's photography, Miller's printing. And then Mm -hmm. MPEX is their consumer side. And so the quality is comparable, but as consumers were able to access this through MPEX. And so they are my go-to. So Print your stuff with MPix for sure. We've got a discount with them. But when you're creating your gallery wall, I have two more um, questions for you to keep in mind. And then I have a secret. I am telling you that here today. And then you'll see how I use that um, like on my website and stuff like that. So we've talked about frames. We've talked about the different mediums that you might incorporate. And then style. Do you want something that's symmetrical or more organic? And that's going to help you decide. Like that factors into frames and mediums and all of that. Then you have to consider what your budget is. So without telling you like spend this much and it will be this, these are some things to keep in mind. Do you want standard frame sizes or custom frame sizes? Because that's going to cost more. One of the things I love to do is go to thrift stores. So for the gallery wall that I'm showing, I was able to use so many frames that I've kind of just like collected and moved around from place to place. And so it's a pretty eclectic wall, but I'll also show examples of ones like I did a giant one in my sister's house that's all black frames that we pretty much got from Ikea. So those are just some great questions to keep in mind when you design a gallery wall and ways that you can keep the price point down. My secret tool is wrapping paper. Okay. Tell me more. So you know the wrapping paper that has the grid on the back? Yes. Even if I have, like I've collected all of my frames, all of my photos, and sometimes I just start frames first as opposed to photos first. And again, there's more on the website, but I could talk, we could just do a whole episode just about a gallery wall (laughs) because there's so many ways that you can make different decisions, right? But my basic tip for designing one is to gather all of your frames and lay everything out on the floor. So have a general sense of the size of the area where you want to hang things, then lay them all out on the floor and, you know, use masking tape and just like tape it out on the floor. And then move all of your frames around and stand up on a chair and look down, right? Or a ladder or whatever, and move things around. And then use that wrapping paper that has the grid. Now, at this point, you need to be on a hard surface floor. So maybe you lay things out on the carpet or whatever. But if you're going to use the wrapping paper trick, you need to be on a hard surface floor because that wrapping paper has a grid on the back that's going to help you keep everything straight. And so I literally come up with my basic like layout then I take photos from above so I can see, oh, I want this frame here, this frame here, this frame here, et cetera. Then I lay it out on a hard surface. And then I measured out, and it has a one-inch grid on the back of the paper already, typically. Yeah. And then I lay everything out so I have the exact spacing. I measure from the top of the frame to where the hook needs to be, mark that on the paper. Then I put the paper up on the wall. And use a level to make sure that the paper is right Mm -hmm. and positioned correctly. And I use masking tape to put the um, grid that I've designed up on the wall, put in my nails, my hangers, whatever, hang up my pictures, make sure everything's right. But then I'm not having to measure anything on the wall. You've done all of that on the paper. So the secret trick to a gallery wall is using wrapping paper. 
That is genius. Seriously. I that makes it feel like even somebody like me, again, one of the my big hangups about a gallery wall is like I'm not that great with like straight lines and figuring out yep. what looks pleasing geometrically, aesthetically, you know, mm-hmm. all of those things. So I love this little shortcut and secret tool that is so brilliant. Thank you for that. Yes. Okay, so we've talked about how to get them onto the wall and also like the pre-planning that goes into it. And like you said, you're going to send us for gallery wall and just general printing of your photos over to MPIX. I want to clarify that's M-P-I-X. And again, we'll have uh, links in the show notes for MPIX and all kinds of other places. So loving that for the gallery wall. Um, One thing that I know that I have done many times in the past, because my mother-in-law consistently asks me for this for a Christmas gift for her, is a photo calendar. So now I'm like, okay, yes, gallery wall has always felt a little advanced for me. But photo calendars, I'm like, i I'm Make a pretty good photo calendar, if I do say so myself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Talk us through what we need to know, though, about putting together a great photo calendar. So last time we talked about organizing and then some tips about maintaining whatever system you use. And this is where maintenance comes into play. So as you're taking your photos and you need to go through and delete the stuff that doesn't work for you anymore. So clean up your photo roll and have that be a daily practice, a weekly practice, whatever works for you. But as you're doing that, also go through and mark your favorites. Mm. This is not you know, new information, but it's just a reminder to go through and mark your favorites. On an iPhone, you just tap the heart at the bottom of the photo and things will be in your favorites folder. You can also use albums. You can use albums on your phone. And we talked a lot about Amazon photos last time. So I have several tips today that fit with that because like I said, if you don't follow any other organizing advice, use Amazon photos Yes, absolutely. because they have unlimited... Full resolution photo storage, like listen to the last episode. Yes. I talk about it all the time on my social media and on my website, but use Amazon Photos. Yes. And when you are in Amazon, they also have a favorite feature. It's a star instead. So if you're using that, go into the Amazon Photos app on your phone, and then you can scroll through your camera roll there as well. And you hit the star instead of the heart and that will put those images in your favorites folder. Now you can also create albums either on your phone in the native photos app. If you are using iCloud, which I do not recommend as your primary photo backup because it's not a backup, it's a sync. Mm -hmm. You can use the albums created within your native phone app. But I, again, would recommend Amazon Photos. So that's what I'm going to talk about moving forward. So go into Amazon Photos and you can create an album and you can go through and select multiple photos. So if you are creating one photo calendar, favorites might just work perfectly for you. And then when it comes time to select those images, you've already narrowed down to your favorites. And then it's easier to create things from that. But maybe you need to create a separate calendar for different parts of the family or whatever project you're working on. This isn't just for calendars, but you can create albums. And that photo isn't going to be duplicated. It's simply putting it in multiple places. So let's say that I'm working on a project and I want to do something um, that's highlighting each of my nephews. So I make an album that's just photos of Luke. And then I make another one that's just photos of Aaron. And then I make another one that's all of our family. 
Okay. So if the same image would appear in all three, then it's the same image that's stored once, but then it's available in these different albums you've created. Yeah. So organizing things is a great way for the photo books or the photo calendars, any of these things. Again, Amazon Photos is a fantastic way to use albums to organize things as you're taking them throughout the year. And then anytime you come to create them, you've already narrowed the photos down because that's so much of what's overwhelming because you don't know where to start. <laughs> yes, I was just thinking of myself, usually like around Thanksgiving and I'm like, I have a whole year of photos to go through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Decide what to fit in here. Why do I do this every single year? That is so smart to proactively, preemptively, Get in there and organize your stuff so that when it is time to put together photo gifts, or if you're even just making one for yourself, you're like, thank you past me for yes. organizing before we got into actually making the calendar. Yes. And when you inevitably have something happen that you don't do it that day or that week, don't shame yourself. Just yeah. pick it up and do it the next time. Yes. Love it. Um, okay. So I usually make just like a standard wall calendar, nothing too fancy. Am mm -hmm. I missing out on anything in the realm of calendars that goes beyond a standard wall calendar? Okay. So I did a major deep dive about a year ago at looking at calendar options. And I have two recommendations. Okay. One is the more traditional, which is perhaps what you've already been doing. And photo calendars are often something that a family collaborates to create, yeah. or at minimum, they want to include multiple dates, right? Yes. Because of family calendar, you want to have birthdays, anniversaries, different things like that. Sometimes you can even um, put like the birthday person's photo on that date, like in the calendar grid, right? right? Yes. Personalizations like that. Mm -hmm. For that kind of calendar, the best option is Shutterfly. Okay. And I don't recommend them for lots and lots of things, but for calendars, they really are the best. They are the most um, easily usable for collaboration and their system lets you send multiple calendars to create multiple calendars and then send them to different addresses, even under the same order. Yeah. Uh, it's very user-friendly for families. So that is one. Okay. But I have a second one and this isn't a deal that I negotiated for today, but you can get a free calendar and it's beautiful. And honestly, it was kind of some of the inspiration for how I redesigned my office Really? because I got this calendar and I was like, I am loving the simplicity of this and some of like the cream tones and the little bit of gold, like the metallic that was in this. I created it with minted, which is often a favorite of awesome yes. for your Christmas cards, your holiday cards, New Year's cards, whatever you send, but they also have beautiful calendars and they have a free option. You simply put in 10 custom dates and you get a free one. I spent $5.95 on shipping. So that's available to anybody. Oh my gosh. We have the link in the show notes. Yeah, it's beautiful. So think really thick, cream, beautiful cardstock paper. Yeah. And it's the kind that has the spiral up at the top and then a hook. It's not the oh my two gosh. page top and bottom, right? Yes. So pretty. And they have so many beautiful templates that have been designed um, by these wonderful graphic designers. And you simply drop in your photos. So I will be doing um, like an Instagram live or post or something that will be showing you. We'll talk about calendars one day. And so I'll show you what both of these look like um, so that you can see the differences. This one, you wouldn't be adding the additional 
details like a photo in the calendar grid or something like that. But you can totally put in the custom dates and it's free and you can add as many dates as you want and it's beautiful and go get one for yourself. Oh my gosh, that is awesome to know. I know, right? So great to know. I was feeling pretty awesome already because I have used Shutterfly for years for photo calendars. They really do make it so easy, but I had no no idea about the minted free calendar. I love things that are printed by minted. They do a great job for sure. Let's talk about another very, very popular photo product that many people especially think about around the time of the holidays. But again, people will put these together throughout the year. And that's a photo book. Yes. Where where do we even start with photo books? Because this is a huge, broad category, right? It is. And starting with knowing where your photos are coming from and narrowing the field, do that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But let me give you some ideas about photo books that maybe you haven't thought of because often we think, oh, we went on a trip. I want to do a book about that. Oh, got married. Oh, family yearbook. Mm -hmm. That's become pretty popular Mm -hmm. to do a family yearbook. But let me give you some other ideas. And these can include both digital photos and other photos and memorabilia. Okay. So the first one, one of my favorites was when I scanned a scrapbook. And turn that into a photo book. Yes. So so you might not have access to the large format for 12 by 12, but I can scan that. You can go to, you know, probably Staples. I'm not even sure, but you could get things um, scanned. So if you have large 12 by 12 scrapbooks or other sizes, get them scanned and turn them into a photo book. That's such a great idea, especially as you're trying to kind of consolidate everything into digital format. Love the idea of doing a whole scrapbook. Yes. And then it's backed up too. So if something happens, you have a digital copy of it and all of that work is not lost. So here are some other ideas. I big anniversaries. It can be a fantastic way to um, celebrate like your parents' anniversary or something like that. Um, Milestone birthdays are similar where you can collect photos and stories and put those together. Senior memories. When someone is graduating, that can really be a major source of overwhelm, especially for mamas, Mm -hmm. because there's a big transition happening in life. And while I do have a lot of discounts from other companies, I'm going to throw in one that I am offering here as well at Scissortail Digital. I have a special bundle called the Senior Memory Bundle. And a lot of photographers, you can order a photo book through them. But I also know a lot of folks who get their senior photos taken or their family photos, and they simply get the digital copies, and then they're on their own to print or design anything after that. So senior photos can also be part of that. So I have created kind of a one-stop shop for what to do with all of your senior photos. So the discount that I am offering is actually a value added. You get a free photo book, a soft cover copy of the main book that you design if you order um, by October 15th. So a lot of people have their senior photos taken and then wouldn't it be fun to have like an additional kind of custom yearbook that would highlight some of your activities? So if your child is in athletics or drama or whatever it would be like to highlight some of those things and tell their story. Right. And if you want to do something when they're like wrapping up elementary school, you can do a similar thing. So while it's targeted for for seniors, you can do it at different stages. Love that. So maybe they've moved and you want to capture like the stories at this particular school before we moved somewhere else. That's another great theme that you could include. 
um, a guest book or a handwritten memory book where you have plenty of white space incorporated into the design. That could also be part of celebrating like a big anniversary or birthday, something like that. I've also seen that used for weddings, also for funerals, to be able to include images and then allow people to actually write in the book. Um, another one that I actually did for a client, for a good friend of mine this spring, her husband takes lots of photos of just pretty things on his phone, just on an iPhone. And then what do you do with them? So she had an idea. He had a big birthday and we created a custom coffee table book. So this looked like something that you would buy in an art gallery or something. We made it a larger copy of the book. He's like, he's a big guy. And she was like, you know, a little dainty book. She wanted something like big, yes. right? Uh, we put a black and white image on the cover. And then I made like a legit title page. They wrote a foreword to the book <gasps> oh, and then they wrote so a photographer's cool. bio. So it looked like this custom art book, yes. right? So it was simply his iPhone photos, but it was presented in such a way that it really elevated it. And we went with like a really fantastic, I mean, MPEX does a fantastic job. Um, and we went up like to the next level with them. Oh my gosh. I like got chill bumps everywhere. Just hearing you describe that. What a completely thoughtful, meaningful gift that must be, especially for somebody in your life who does like to take a lot of pictures. That's brilliant. I love it. So it was lots of sunsets and, you know, Oklahoma skies and stuff like that. Sure. But that was a really fun one to put together. Yes. Um, if you have a lot of printed photos that maybe are older and you want to scan them, you could do books on different decades. Okay, yeah, yeah. You could also do a baby book, an about me book. My grandpa, my dad's dad, died when I was two and a half. And my mom made this book. She hand wrote it. And I haven't digitized this yet, but she just like hand wrote it and put it in sleeve protectors and included all of these photos that told the story of grandpa, of his life. Oh. And then also me and grandpa, because I was the first grandchild. Yeah. And so that could be such another, a wonderful way to keep stories alive, yes. particularly of people that um, maybe have passed, or maybe you just don't get to see as frequently. But to do a baby book after the fact of like first year. And we talked about chat books before, which is a fantastic way to be able to, especially if you post a lot of things to Instagram, that's a great way just to get kind of consumable level um, books that are regularly in your, your house. And, you know, there's actually research that has shown that child self-esteem can be directly linked to seeing images of themselves. What? So let kids see. Yes. I had no idea. Yeah to let kiddos see these books of themselves. That's why I love, well, chat books are great for that, but also if you want something that's a little higher quality that can't just be ripped as easily, the soft cover books that MPix creates mm -hmm. are essentially cardstock. Now, a baby could still do damage to these, mm -hmm. don't get me right, wrong. Right, right. They're not indestructible, but they are a higher level and they are very affordable. They are beautiful. And I'll have like a photo book day next week that I'll be showing some of the different qualities and different sizes and things. I recently did a project for a family that had adopted a child and we did like a master, you know, large um, lay flat hardcover book for them. It was like 80 pages or something. And then it was an open adoption. And so we also created eight by eight soft cover books for each of the birth parents so that they had some stories and it was images like that they had provided mm. um, so that they had those. Their son was so excited to look at the 
big book whenever he got it that we created a little book just for him that it's just a five by five. Mm. And so he has his own, right? So you can easily create books for your kiddos. And we'll circle back to that in a way that makes sense in just a little bit. I have two more things to highlight and then we'll get into where you um, design and where you print. Okay. So you might also highlight some different seasons. I had kind of said like if you move or something, maybe to do a book that would highlight academic seasons. So maybe a book that highlighted elementary or middle school, you know, different chapters. My point is don't just think I have to do a book about a trip or a book about a milestone or a book about um, a particular time period. So that can be easier to pull things together, but the sky's the limit with what your theme is. Yes. And then one more, a book about this is our house, especially if you move, Mm. go through and capture what it looks like while you live there, even the process of moving. But that can be such a great way to have those images and to tell that story. And especially if you have younger children, yes, but honestly, any age for yourself to be able to document where you've lived, maybe to do a day in the life, you know. Laura has the one day HH and I know that Rebecca has often done like Mm -hmm. an hour by hour um, thing on social media, but what a fun thing to take that and actually turn them into a book, right? So even if you don't want to share it on social media, document a day in your life and then make it be a photo book. So those are just a couple of suggestions. I love that. I personally just get into the mindset of just like, um, you know, sort of like you call them a yearbook, a year in review. Those are some Mm -hmm. amazing themes to think about. And I'm like, so regretful that we didn't do like, this is our house before we moved from our previous home when we just had Daisy and AJ, our two older daughters, the twins often ask about the house that we used to live in before they were born. I don't, I mean, I have some pictures, obviously, like birthday parties and things that took place there. But there's no, I don't have any way to show them like this was the house that, you know, we spent four years in as a family. And so I'm loving that. But all of these themes are so incredible and so inspiring to think about different ways that we can tell the stories of our lives besides just saying this is what this year looked like. So those are fantastic. When it comes to like, okay, now it's time to design it. Now I need to get it printed. What direction would you give us for that? I have two options to suggest for designing your books. And they're both both not where I print them. I really feel strongly about this because when you are able to design your books separately from where you print them, you then own your layouts. Oh, So that if something happens to that company, Mm -hmm. you still have your layouts and you can print them wherever you want. Okay. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And I love that. That's, That's a great way to hang on to those for as long as you want to use them. Yes, exactly. So album stomp is a different approach. I have an Instagram highlight that shows, or I have an IGTV actually that shows how I use it. So it's only about five minutes long. So it's a great way to understand what I'm describing here. So it's a photos first approach, meaning that you've narrowed down your photos and then you've uploaded them into album stomp. This is um, a software program that you would need to purchase, and we do have a 20% off discount for this. And I will be doing an IG Live with the founder of the company next week, so you can learn more about their story. So incredible. And so you, yes, so you start with the photos, and let's say that you've selected six of them that you want to have, like, on the same spread, on the same two pages. So you simply take those photos and you select them all and you drag them over to, into the page and then it automatically creates a layout and then you can adjust accordingly. Okay. 
If you want to have just one photo that goes completely across the two pages, you can do that. If you have two photos and you want them to be one on a page, it'll you just select your photos, drag and drop. It automatically creates, and then you can adjust the dimensions and things like that. Okay. So that's a great time saver. Yes. And then you simply stomp your finished book, and it will export them either as a high-quality PDF or a high-quality JPEG, um, which most of the time you're going to need to use a JPEG, and then you go and you print them with MPEX. Yes. You can design with MPEX if you prefer, but I don't. I design exclusively with Album Stomp or with Canva. So let's talk about Canva. We are both major fans of Canva. Yeah, I use it almost every day. Major fangirl. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I know. Same. So you can use it for free, or you can have a professional membership month to month Mm -hmm. or an annual membership. It's like $13 a month. You can design the layouts if you prefer to have that more traditional approach, right? So they actually have photo book layouts that you can use and you create the dimensions of the book that you want. So you do need to have some sense of where you're going to print. Again, I would recommend MPEX. Mm -hmm. And if you want a 10 by 10 book, an eight by eight book, whatever, set those dimensions and then you create your layouts. Okay. And then you drag and drop your photos as you would. So I have the professional version. You can just get a one month membership and then cancel and it would only be $13. So, and with Canva, then you can also use other elements. If you prefer to have like stickers and things like that, they have a huge stock library that you can add different um, elements. I that's one thing I love about Canva. I am a total Canva fangirl. And one thing I love is that they are constantly updating their libraries of of resources, whether it is like you said, like stickers, and little graphic elements that you can throw in there. Their their template library is amazing. That probably wouldn't play into this so much, but there's just so much stuff there. I do have the professional membership for sort of awesome because we use it so much and I just highly recommend it. And it's really, really intuitive and user friendly. Mm -hmm. So even if you're like me and you have zero experience working in like Photoshop or any other kind of like digital, like scrapbooking thing, like you don't need any of that background to be able to. No, none. For sure. Yes. And again, there are other companies that I really love, but um, MPEX is my absolute go-to. And my goal for this episode was to create a gift guide and resource that you don't have to do so much of the thinking, like let's simplify things. So MPEX yes. is going to be our go-to for printing. You can do um, all of your photo books. They have different levels. They have the soft cover. They have the premium um, photo books. I do not recommend their economy books. I will say that. Um, The quality just is not as good. The color quality and things are the same. They're consistent, but I don't like their binding. So when you go for the premium hardcover books, you will have outstanding quality. And then they also have one tier up from that, but you're definitely getting to um, a top price point. And that might be something you want, want to save for like a wedding album or something like that. Sure. Great products with MPIX. And again, I'll show more when I go get a tour. Okay. Yes, definitely. All right. Well, we have covered so much ground already in terms of talking about some of the products that you can use to create memories that are going to be tangible. You can hold them in your hands with all of your digital photos and memories. We still have more to talk about, and we're going to get to those when we come right back. 
Oh my goodness, friends, I have to tell you, if you could see and taste the bacon that we just got from moinkbox.com, you would order it right now. We eat a lot of meat around here. We especially love bacon, but nothing we've gotten at the grocery store can even come close to the bacon we've gotten from Moinkbox. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and wild-caught Alaskan salmon directly to your door. And they help family farms become financially independent outside of big agriculture. Their animals are raised outdoors, their fish swim wild in the ocean, and moink meat is free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, and all the other junk you find pre-packaged in the meat aisle. Sign up at moinkbox.com awesome to get a year of bacon for free, and then pick what meats you want delivered with your first box. Change what you get each month. You can always cancel any time. Like I said, we eat a lot of meat in our family, and so we can be a little bit picky about it. The meat that we get from Moink is so delicious. The flavor is unreal. If you've only ever had grocery store meat, you're not going to believe the difference that you're going to taste with meats from Moink. Our family loves our Moink boxes, and I know you will too. So join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash awesome right now, and you awesomes are going to get free bacon for a year. That's one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste, but it's only for a limited time. That's spelled M-O-I-N-K box.com slash awesome. Again, that's moinkbox.com slash awesome. All right, Lisa, you have already shared with us so many incredible resources, given us some secret tips, some awesome ideas for themes and those types of things. I want to talk about, we kind of have danced around this a little bit. You've mentioned things you can do for your kids, with your kids, but let's really, especially as we're getting closer to the holidays, let's talk about some of the things that we can do photo product wise that are really geared towards kids. Well, this one is more to do with a story that you can help with kids because this one isn't so much a photo product, but something that tells a story. Okay. I ran across this and I knew it had to be part of this episode because if it's about capturing a story, this does it perfectly. Okay. This is a custom jewelry company called Laurel and Blue. And I got to have a conversation with the owner her name is Lori Gilman, and I found Laurel and Blue through Sarah Blakely and Jesse Eitzler. Sarah is the founder of Spanx, yeah. and her husband, Jesse, is also, I love following both of them on Instagram, and Jesse goes way back to their early 20s together with Lori, and she was so fantastic to get on the phone with me and tell me more about the story of her company, Aww. And yeah, she was just delightful and so kind. And she's someone who, before I could even ask, offered a discount before I could even say anything about it. She was just oh, wonderful wow. to speak with. Yes. So um, yeah, just delightful and a small company. Um, all of the jewelry is custom made in New York City. And if you want to have a piece by a designer who's also designed for Oprah, Ooh. here's your answer. Okay. Okay. So here's the story of how that happened. So Jesse came to Lori and was like, hey, I want to do a custom piece for Mother's Day. And so their oldest son, Laser, like wrote his name. And he was fairly young at the time. And then Lori took his signature and turned it into this beautiful pendant that Sarah got for Mother's Day. And oh. then she happened to go on Gail King's show 
on yes. Monday morning and she wore this new pendant and Gail complimented her. Oh my goodness. Where did you get that? Because the signature was hanging vertically. So it kind of looked almost like a modern art piece, right? Oh, because fine. it was a child's handwriting, right. like child's print. Yes. And she's like, oh, well, you know, Jesse got this for me, um, made for Mother's Day. And Gail just thought it was fantastic. And then she told Oprah about it. She wrote it um, in her column in O Magazine. And okay. then Lori ended up making pieces for Gail and for Oprah. And it's not terribly expensive, but you're looking at like a starting price of around $100. Okay. So you can choose if you want sterling, if you want gold, and then, you know, the different... Um, levels um, within that and the size of the piece and things like that. So it's completely customizable. So any idea you have, she will work with you to create a custom piece. Yes. And I think it is such a fantastic way to tell a story because think about, think about a necklace. It doesn't have to just be a pendant. She has a lot of different design ideas on her website. And wouldn't you love a piece that had like all of your children's signatures. Yes, that would be amazing. right. Or a loved one, you know, a grandmother or a parent, someone, you know, it, whatever their handwriting is, you could capture that. Um, so it says their name, maybe it says mom. Um, it could be a doodle. Yes. You know, maybe your child isn't writing their name yet, but they have this beautiful little art piece that they created you simply just send her a photo of whatever it is and she'll turn it into an amazing piece of jewelry oh for you. Gosh, that is absolutely dreamy. I mean, what a beautiful way to create art and to create something that's going to have so much lasting meaning for somebody. Love it. Exactly. So it captures a story and I I just thought it was perfect for this episode. So she has offered 10% off any item oh, that wow. you want to create. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. Okay. And then more traditional like photo gifts for kids. This is a fantastic way to create gifts for them and also have them be involved in the process. So Pinhole Press is my go-to recommendation for this type of gift. Okay. One thing that's not a new idea, but just a reminder to do like a board book that has names and photos of family members. Yeah. So that's a classic. I also created one of those years ago just by, and I think I did it in Canva. Like I took an image, I put the name at the bottom and I just printed them and I stuck them in one of those like $1.97 cheap, like photo books, you mm -hmm. know, like those little ones you stick in your purse or whatever, like yeah. a brag book. And I did that for um, nieces and nephews and cousins and stuff like that. So to have all of the members of the family. And so you have names and photos, so that can be a great thing. Yeah. Um, and then I called my nephew, I called Luke, he's six. Mm -hmm. And I said, Luke, we are going to go shopping. And so I told him some of the options he had to choose from. And last year I designed a custom puzzle for him. And then his little brother, Aaron, got magnets. And so instead of the photo book that had the names and photos of family members for Aaron, I did magnets. So oh it had gosh. like a photo of Aunt Lisa and it had one of him with mommy and him with daddy and then like grandma and grandpa masked and grandma, grandpa king and stuff. So I, he got magnets. So We'll do um, one day that's like a pinhole press day that I'll show different um, yes. products and things that they have. Yes. So I called Luke the other day and I said, Luke, we need to create some new photo products. And so I told him some of the options um, that they had. And he actually had ideas I hadn't thought of. So for Aaron, 
Aaron will be two in January. And so for Aaron, he chose that we did a memory game. And instead of people's faces, he said, well, let's do Aaron's favorite things. So he's like, well, it needs to have dogs. So we had like his dog and then my parents' dog. He came up with a whole list of things. Like he got to be included in the process. And so then Aaron's going to get this memory game for Christmas. So include your kids in the process. And then we um, came up with something I wouldn't have thought of in the same way. Right. And then I'm going through and I can easily search like by keyword and things to find those images. So fun. So he created this for Aaron. And then I was able to get a different perspective than what I would have thought of. Really goes beyond some really classic photo gift ideas to really cool things. And I will say that it you know, you mentioned your your younger nephew, Nico, our two-year-old, he has a little photo book of family at school. And I can't tell you how many times when I go to pick him up, he's looking at that at the end of the school day as yes. he's getting ready for mom to come yes. pick him up. Little, little ones love these gifts too, just as much as big kids and teens. And of course, grown-ups do. Yes. So a few other favorites at Pinhole Press are puzzles. They have three different sizes. And that's what Luke has said that I need to design for him. Last year, um, he came down and I'm in Western Oklahoma. We're on the farm and he came down for peanut harvest. And so I took different images from that day of peanut harvest and went in Canva and designed Um, like kind of this collage of Oklahoma peanut harvest and all of these photos he was in and then printed a puzzle for him. And so this year he said, "Um, Aunt Lisa, I need a cotton harvest puzzle this year and I want the larger size. (laughs) (laughs) So fortunately I have a bunch of photos from cotton harvest. Um, And so he will be getting a cotton harvest photo puzzle for Christmas this year. So fun. And I honestly had not heard of them. And now I cannot wait to go like shop and see what all I could put together for gifts. Yes. So great. So great. Okay. I want to switch gears a little bit because I do know that this is a big part of um, photography, like as a hobby, but also a big part of people's lives that they may not even necessarily be thinking about like this time of year, but you have some great ideas for how to use your photos. And that is with travel. Of course, you know, a lot of us have had our travel plans kind of um, fall apart in the past year and a half, but people are definitely getting out there and doing a little bit more traveling. And also they may have photos from like years past that they've never really done anything with from their past traveling either for work or vacation or whatever. So before we, you know, kind of get into talking about like gear for taking Mm -hmm. it on the road or using around the house. Tell me a couple of quick ideas you have for what we can do with our travel photos. Okay. So a lot of the things we've talked about will definitely apply. Gallery walls, calendars, photo books, travel photos are fantastic for that. But I have two new suggestions you may not have considered. And the first is a travel poster. Ooh, I love that vintage style WPA era 1930s travel poster, especially of like national parks and stuff like Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. And I found a family owned company owned by Pete and Amy in New Hampshire, and they offer the most amazing custom photos 
um, posters, and you can also turn them into t-shirts, cards, things like that. And I texted you three photos. Yes. So those are three images that I took in Tucson. A friend and I went to Tucson. I was living in New Mexico at the time, and we took a road trip to Tucson. And she formerly lived there, so it was super fun to go and like see all these places. And so I had these great images from Saguaro National Park. And I sent them three images to kind of test the process. And I chose a vertical poster that is very much in style with the, like the national parks art, right? Right. Yes. And Pete and Amy, they are just in love with the national parks. And so that's where this idea came from. And they have traveled to 38 of the 63 national parks with their family so far. And they offer three different finishes. You can use just the image as it is, or they have two different filters. And the images that I sent you, and I'll share all of this on Instagram too, and on the website, is their... um, I forget what it's called, but it's like the most stylized finished that kind of has like that um, watercolor look to it, yes. right? Like it's not just a straight image, right? right? So if you zoom in on some of that, you can see where it looks more like a painting. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom, it says like Saguaro National Park, um, Department of the Interior. It has like um, Arizona. It, And then at the top, like you could have customized and added dates and family trip or whatever. They completely work with you to customize this image and it's free shipping and they have a discount offered for us. And I have just been so impressed with the process and it is a customized product and they send you this amazing digital proof. I do need to verify this with them, but you know, they send you the image you could include that image in your photo book of your trip. Like I could see that being a beautiful cover to your album. Oh my gosh. Yes. They do actually truly look like art and they really do capture the whole vibe of those, like you were saying, those vintage early, uh, you know, early to mid century, last century um, aesthetic. It just, it looks, it turned out amazing. And it, and how cool to be like, I took that picture. It looks so great. Yes. You know, like with this layout. Yes. And that's a picture I took. I think any person would, you know, especially if you do enjoy photography, this would be such a treat. Anything else on travel photo type things yes. you need to know? Okay. Kind of a similar thing. This is a printed product and it's postcards, oh. but they're your photo postcards. So think about being like, on the road traveling or whatever, and you want to send someone a postcard at home from your travels, and you don't want to just text them a photo. I have two apps that I'm testing. Now, the reason I'm recommending two of them is because honestly, I couldn't decide and I'm still waiting to see like how long it takes to get there because I've sent them, I've designed postcards and sent them to a couple of places around the world. And I'm seeing how long it takes to get there. And I've sent some to myself. So I am recommending both post snap and simply cards. There are a lot of these apps out there and I tested a bunch of them. And these are the two that I recommend. They are both very user-friendly. You can, um, use your own photo. You can make it kind of look vintage, which is honestly kind of what I wanted to do. I didn't want to just send like a printed photo. Like I wanted something that looked like a fun postcard. And these were two that allowed customizations to do that. You can add custom fonts on top of the actual 
postcard itself. Then you type in the message and then you can actually sign your name for a custom signature. And on Simply Cards, you can even do a custom stamp with your image on the stamp with it's super fun. And oh, it's like yeah. two or three dollars to do these. Love it. That is incredible. So yeah, send a custom postcard. And if they don't have enough customizations to stylize it exactly how you want, then you go into Canva, you design it there, and then yes. you can upload the finished photo to this. Um, so I like both of them. And might be a fun way to send printed memories to people who just you know, grandparents or whomever would like to receive some physical mail. Oh my gosh. So great. Who doesn't want to get something happy and just something from someone you love in the mail instead of bills yes! and junk? I know, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay, Lisa, to finish up, this is the real, real gift guide part, I think, of this whole mm -hmm. conversation, although you have given us so many great gift suggestions. But if you yourself are like, you know, I might want something for my own self, not just to give as a gift, but something for my mm -hmm. own self, or you know, I don't really, I've been doing photo products for a while. I want to kind of switch things up a bit. You have put together a fantastic list. I'm wondering if we can kind of hit the highlights of this list really quickly with some of the yes. tech upgrades we could make. Again, holidays being a perfect time for that, but really you could just add these to your wish list for any time of year. Yeah, this is the part that doesn't re require creativity. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so the first is uh, the category of digital photo frames. Yes. These are not a new creation, but I've narrowed the field to save some time for you. Um, we've already talked about Amazon Photos kind of being our go-to. So in that vein, I'm recommending the Amazon Echo Show. Echo if Show. you have these already, you might not know that you can display your photos on them and you can use all of the other, you know, smart features um, for playing music or telling the weather or whatever, but display your photos on an Echo Show. And you can also get a refurbished one. That's a great way to save some money. So smart. Yes. And then if you have family members that um, that's going to just have too many bells and whistles and you really want something that is truly a digital photo frame, um, grandparents are a category like this. Mm -hmm. Or if you just have other folks in your family or maybe you are someone for whom technology is just not really your thing, then I have a solution for that as well. And that is the frame called the Pix Star, P-I-X star frame. It's about $150. You can get it on Amazon. You can also purchase it directly through their website. And there are a couple of different ways that you can put images on that. You will set up a custom email address and you can simply email photos to it. You can share um, photos from different um, platforms. Okay. Um, there are different ways, but it is the solution they say that has been specifically designed for seniors in mind or just people who maybe technology is not their thing quite as much and you need a simple solution. It comes in two different sizes and I have found it to be very, very user-friendly. Okay, very helpful to know. I know lots of grandparents do love those types of gifts. Um, it's good to know, okay, this is a good, reliable one that we can pick up, so... Yes. So great. What else? Okay. So one of the questions that I see with quite a bit of frequency in the Hangout group is, what camera do I start with? Mm. I have a kid who's really interested and where do I start? Yes. Well, I really feel strongly that it's more about using what camera is in your hand. Yes. Gear is fantastic, but think of it like this. You go and have a fantastic meal 
you have a chance to meet the chef or maybe it's someone you know, and you say, oh, what a great meal. But you don't say, tell me what pots and pans you use. I have to know. Like you ask, how did, what's the recipe? Will you share? How did you create that? Yes. Photography is similar. It's about having good tools, but it's all about the person who's using them. So I have a recommendation of a course for photography created by a fellow Oklahoman. Her name is Ashley Campbell, and you may know her as the creator of Under the Sycamore. And she's a professional photographer, mom of five kids, and she has created some outstanding course materials for people of all ages and has especially created a photo course for kids. Oh, cool. And it's all about learning the skills to use whatever camera is in your hand. So she has materials that are specific to taking phone photos and also how to use like a big DSLR. Now that said, the next step is, well, I want to know which camera to get. I am working with a good friend and professional photographer to create that guide and that will be ready well before Black Friday and things. So that is coming. But for now, start with how you train yourself to take good photos, not worrying quite so much about the gear. Awesome. Speaking of gear though. Well, you've got to have power, right? So the first thing that I recommend, my go-to recommendation, especially for anybody who travels, but travel might mean like you're out and about during the day. Mm -hmm. You got to have a power bank. My preferred is the Anchor brand, Anchor, Mm -hmm. Anchor. Um, So a great gift is a power bank and additional um, charger cords, right? You can never have too many of never. those. So those are fantastic. Yes. Um, my preferred has two USB imports so that you can um, be charging a phone and a camera, two phones, whatever. That's my preferred. And I can get like five or six full iPhone charges off of it um, in one charge. Yes. So we'll have that linked. A tripod. So I have two different ones that I am recommending. I'm also trying to include things that work especially for phones, because I recognize that that's um, what most people use to take their images. One um, is just a simple collapsible tripod. It like, I actually use it on my desk every single day. Mm -hmm. um, And I put my phone in this and then I have a phone mount on top of that. Very affordable. Um, You can get both the phone mount and the tripod for like well under $30 for both of these things. And it has a head that, um, like swivels so that if your surface isn't completely level, you're easily able to adjust that. And then I have another tripod that my nephews kind of love because it looks like a toy and it's called a splat. And it actually can lay completely flat. It's blue. And like those Joby um, gorilla pods, I have one of those, but I honestly don't love it as much. And so this splat, it kind of looks like a starfish that can lay flat and then the legs can be twisted and like moved around things. It also has a hole in one of the legs so that like you can hang it on a hook or something. Mm. So it's very adaptable. And then it has like a standard mount on the top of it that you could put a phone mount on top of it, things like that. And then to step up even a little more from a tripod is a gimbal. Is that something you're familiar with? Vaguely. This it's a kind of what holds the camera steady if if you're using yeah. it. Yeah. Like I don't know. I see I see YouTubers doing this um, as they're yeah. filming, like vlogs and those types of things. So, yeah. Yeah. So image stabilization has come a long way. And I mean, we're recording this a couple of days before the 24th when this drops, but 
the 24th is when you can go and get a new iPhone. And um, you'll be able to find me at Penn Square Mall at the Apple Store on Friday afternoon <laughs> to go get a new phone. Yeah. Um, so I am so excited for the new iPhone 13 that has just been launched. And a gimbal is a device. The one I am recommending is specific for phones. You can get them, you know, for anything. And they are a fun way to really up your game. And so you might find that this is a great gift for kids or other people who would consider themselves a creator, but it doesn't have to just be for someone who's like a YouTuber. The reason you would want this is because you take better video. This is really a video item, not photos. Yes. Okay. So if you want to up your video game and you want to be able to reach some different angles and things like that, a tripod um, can be helpful, but a gimbal, like you can hold this upside, like you can do all sorts of creative things with it. And you're going to have that buttery smooth footage. The DJI is a a company that has fantastic products that can be your choose once with which company you go with. You could also get drones from them. I'm not really going to talk about drones Mm -hmm. today, but DJI is the place to go for a drone, but their gimbal, they just launched a new one. The OM5 came out and they also have the OM4. Um, Either would be fantastic. I am upgrading and it's such a fun thing that can collapse and literally like stick in your pocket, like maybe not your jeans pocket, but like in your jacket pocket, it's collapsible. So this is a way to use a phone, up your game, be more creative if you're wanting to use videos, especially. Okay. Loving that. Okay. Teenagers and their phones, all of us in our phones, but we always like to have a customized phone, right? So do you use a pop socket or anything to kind of stabilize on your phone? Like one of those loop cases or anything? I don't have a loopy case, but I absolutely do have a pop socket. I cannot imagine how I used my iPhone for years without a pop socket. I know. I'm totally team pop socket. Did you know that you can customize them with your own photos? I did not. Yeah. So on my current phone, I had this beautiful floral case. I thought it was so pretty, but I wanted a pop socket on it. And I was like, oh, well, I don't want to just like cover up this really pretty image. So I took a photo of my photo case and I designed a custom pop socket. So the part of the case that was being covered up where the pop socket would go is on my pop socket. Oh my gosh. Are you a wizard? That is... (laughs) The best idea. But you can customize anything, right? So this is a fantastic gift for like teens, tweens, college kids, whatever. They could either design it themselves and you get them like a gift certificate for it. But they have so many new devices. Um, It's not just like your standard adhesive pop socket. They have a pop socket wallet. They have like a slider bar. And with the um, like the MagSafe technology on iPhones now, they have one that sticks on with a magnet. So you actually get to customize with two photos, one on like the larger part and then one on the pop socket itself. So just go on their website and you can customize with your photos. And that price can... It's basically comparable to buying a pop socket. So it's really not much more. And then it just depends on the product, whether you're going with the basic adhesive one or the slider or one of the magnet options, but very affordable. Just go directly to their website and you can customize things and we'll have that link directly. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Anything else on the old camera gear list? Yeah. One more. 
If you have a phone, but you want to up your game just a little bit, and especially if you have kids, I really recommend a GoPro. Yeah. They are so adaptable. I think they are a fantastic camera um, for young photographers because, hello, they're waterproof and they're shockproof. They're like, they're kind of indestructible, right? Yes. They are meant to be an adventure camera and they take really great photos and video and they have really improved over the years and they also like this is the new gear launching season so there's all kinds of stuff they just released the gopro 10 but even if you don't want to get the latest and greatest like i would recommend seven and up seven and i would go with the black at that point like that's they they have a three-tiered system Mm -hmm. um for the different features and things but the seven and up are all fantastic do note that with the eight like the size and everything really changed so if you're wanting to invest and be able to use like the same batteries if you upgrade or something like that then go eight or newer because then the same batteries and gear will be able to be more interchangeable and again you guys will have links for all of these ideas from lisa in the show notes for this episode because yeah lots of us are getting started on the yeah. old, old christmas and holiday list for sure and the last thing is you have to know where to buy. Okay. So I have three recommendations for different reasons. The first is buy local. Did you know that in Oklahoma, we are still really fortunate to have a local camera company? Yes. And I can't believe it's still open. Yes. So if you're an Oklahoman, you'll perhaps remember like I do the old commercials for Epperson Photo Video. It is now Bedford Camera and they have locations in Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Missouri. And they are a fantastic option to be able to go in, talk to someone who is experienced, be able to look at the gear. Sometimes they even have like used inventory and things available, but I am such an advocate for shopping local whenever possible. So we have a location in Oklahoma City, which is actually their largest store. And then Tulsa also has one. And then, like I said, um, Arkansas and Missouri, but they are just so friendly and I highly recommend them for um, even gear, like I was needing, I bought a new lens and I need like um, an additional adapter thing for it. And I was doing all of the research online and I couldn't find exactly what I was looking for. I went into the store and I got it for less than $20. Nice. Okay. So shop local. Then if you're needing to do more research, like you need the one-stop shop for all things, photography, video, all of the things, that headquarters is in New York City, and that is B&H Photo. So the website is bhphoto.com, and that is where, like, if you're a professional photographer, you know about B&H. Mm-hmm. Um, and do also be aware that they follow the Jewish calendar, and so they are sometimes closed. Um, so if you're ordering online, um, it will be processed like after Sabbath. So just be aware that that um, is different than what you might find on some websites, but they are a fantastic resource. If you're in New York, you could definitely go by the store, but it's a fantastic place to find reviews and also um, just do more research on products and things like that. So they are a fantastic resource, B&H Photo. And then one more um, specifically for iPhone gear, I recommend Moment. Okay. They create some of their own products, and I have quite a wish list with them. They have fantastic um, camera bags, and I have my eye on a tote that just looks like a fantastic purse, and it comes in a t- couple of different colors, but it's for photographers. And so, like, it has additional pockets on the inside, and they have, yeah. like, 
fanny packs for photographers that are like cute and stylish and nice and excellent quality and waterproof, but they don't just look like a black camera bag or something like that. So they have great gear um, specifically for creators. So you're not going to be able to find every single um, camera gear, but Moment is really fantastic for narrowing the field to phone items and items for creators. So fun, which lots of us feel like now we have these incredible devices that allow us so much creativity, so much flexibility. And why not just kind of up your game a little bit and have more fun with it? Yes, for all of these resources, it's always to meet the end goal of telling your story. And hopefully this has prompted you to think of uh, different ways to tell your story. Yes, I agree with that so much. And every time we talk, Lisa, every time I start to feel like more confident. Okay, I can do this. I can handle this. And you always have such great step-by-step approaches to things. And truly, you brought the resources like times 1000 for this list. So I do want to remind everybody in the show notes, you will find all of the links and the coupon codes, all of the things that you'll need to know to kind of go ahead and get started on this. And more importantly, Lisa, we will have links to all kinds of stuff on your website, because truly, as much as we've talked about today, this isn't even all of it. (laughs) No, this is scratching the surface, like any of these could honestly be their own episode, or frankly, an entire podcast yeah in and of themselves like that's why there are podcasts that just talk about photo gear or whatever so right. yeah it's just a starting place and if you have questions like always reach out i'll definitely be hanging out in the facebook group today um feel free to ask questions and you can always dm me if you have more well and also you do have all of these ig lives planned and stories yes. and stuff so remind people like where are the best places again links in the show notes but where can we go to find you around the web Yeah, so lots of additional resources are always available on my website, scissortaildigital.com. And you can find me especially on Instagram, but Facebook as well at scissortaildigital. Awesome. So much good stuff there, you guys. She's got you covered. Lisa's an awesome. So you know, she's got you covered for all of the things that you need for both organizing and then doing fun stuff with your photography. Um, If you want to find me on social media, you can find me at Sorta Awesome Meg, anywhere you look and also anywhere you want to go and find the show, you can just search Sorta Awesome and we will meet you there. So Lisa, again, thank you so much for taking so much time to give us this amazing thing. This is like an early Christmas present an early holiday yes, present for to, sure. to the awesomes for sure. So thank you. This has been great. Absolutely. All right, awesomes. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.